Welcome to the podcast. We call it The Assembly. We're glad to have you along with us. My name is Dwayne Dunaway. Always glad to have you joining us for this weekly podcast. And, you know, one of the great statements in the Bible, Jesus said in John 14 in verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Now, that's a powerful, powerful claim, a powerful statement. And I believe, coming from anyone else, that would be a false statement. But coming from Jesus, since I believe that he's the Son of God, and I believe that he is the Savior of the world, he is the sustainer of the world, and I believe that he is the Son of God. And so uh, I believe the statement is true. So I want to break that down, and let's look at it, and look at what he said, and see what we can learn about the person of Jesus. And uh, you have to decide for yourself what you believe about him. We all have a personal decision to make about Jesus, and it's our responsibility what we're going to do with him. It's kind of like when Pilate asked the crowd, what shall I do with Jesus who is called Christ? That's what we all have to ask ourselves. What shall I do with Jesus who is called Christ? Or like when he asked the disciples in Matthew chapter 16, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? And they told him that there were various things being said about him. But then he said, who do you say that I am? That's where the question gets personal. And that's what he's asking us. Who do you say that I am? So we all have to ask that question of ourselves and answer it for ourselves. And no one can answer that question for us. What do you believe about Jesus? I know what I believe about him. So that's the perspective from which I come to uh, discuss this statement that he made. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Now, he's actually teaching us that he's the answer, the answer to the important questions of life. For example, how can I be saved? How can I know that I have eternal life? I can know that I have eternal life by giving my heart and my life to Jesus Christ. I can know that I'm going to heaven and have the life that Jesus came to bring me if I receive him as my Lord and as my Savior. Now, he is the Lord and he is the Savior, but the question is, is he my Lord and my Savior? And only I can make that decision. And so we have to individually each decide whether or not we will accept what Jesus has said and what he has done and accept the salvation that he came to bring us. So when he says, I am the way, I believe he's talking about the way of salvation. No one comes to the Father except through me, he went on to say. So it is a relationship with the Son of God where we are made right with God. The wrath of God abides upon those who reject God and reject his ways. And we don't talk a lot about that, and a lot of people are uncomfortable talking about the wrath of God, but the Bible still teaches it. And uh, I believe the Bible. So again, that's the perspective from which I'm coming from. The wrath of God is something that needs to be acknowledged because it is, you know, he's against sin. He's against rebellion. He is against the kind of life that a lot of people live where they pay no attention to him. And it is something that makes us God's enemies. But we are alienated from God and we need to be reconciled. And Jesus is the way of reconciliation, separated from God because of our sins. Uh, Isaiah 59, 1 and 2, uh, your sins and your iniquities have separated you from your God. So it is sin that separates us, and it's Jesus that brings us back together, Jesus that reconciles us back to God. And he is the only one who can do that. It's kind of like Paul said in 1 Timothy 2 and verse 5, uh, there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. Christ is the mediator. He's the go-between because he can represent both sides. As man, he represents us to God. As God, he represents God to us. He is the God-man. He is fully God and fully human beyond our ability to understand, of course, but it is the truth. 
And it is the truth about the Son of God who came into the world to die for us and to save us. Not to make us savable, not to give us a chance to be saved, but to actually save us. And so the Bible teaches that Jesus is the way of salvation. He is the way to be saved. Acts 4 and verse 12, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Salvation for a call, salvation for receiving and asking you can be saved, in other words, by simply accepting a free gift. You remember Romans chapter 10, Acts chapter 2, uh, both quote from a prophecy in Joel chapter 2, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved, the name of the Lord, Jesus the Christ, the one who came to save us. We call upon him, we ask him for salvation. He is the way of salvation. So everyone watching this can be saved. Everyone watching this can be saved and know that you're saved because Jesus is the way. He is the way of salvation. How can I be saved? Ask yourself that question and then hear Jesus answer. I am the way. I am the way of salvation. He lived a perfect life. He died a sacrificial death. He was raised from the dead. And our job is to trust in what God has done through Christ. He is the way. Without him, there's no going. That's what he claims. And that's what I believe. And that's what the Bible teaches. You have to decide what you believe about it and weigh his words carefully because there's never been anyone like him. No one has ever had the impact on the world that he had, and he's either telling the truth or he's not. If he's telling the truth, then he's the one to turn to, and we believe that he is telling the truth. So I am the way, the way of salvation. So he's the answer to that question, how can I be saved? All right, he's also the answer to the question, how can I be sure? Because he says, I am the truth. I am the way, I am the truth. The truth sets you free, John 8, 32. Jesus said that. And he was talking about himself in that context. If the Son of God makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Free from what? Free from sin and free from lies. Satan is a liar. That's what he does. The devil tells us lies, and this world is full of lies. And the truth comes from Jesus. John 8, 44, Jesus said to some religious leaders of his day, he said, you are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a liar from the beginning. He's the father of lies. So it is a matter of truth versus falsehood, truth versus lies. Will we believe in Jesus? Will we believe the words that Jesus says? Will we believe the truth that Jesus teaches? Or will we believe the lies of the devil, the lies of the world system? People who tell us things that are not true, we call them liars. And people who tell us things that are true, we say that they stand in the truth and they talk truth and they tell the truth. Well, we've all lied before. We've all told the truth before. We know the difference. Jesus cannot lie. God does not lie. God has never lied. And so when it comes to knowing whether or not Jesus is telling the truth, well, you either believe that he is or you believe that he's not. But Jesus' words have the ring of truth to them. He was standing before Pilate, and he said, Whoever is of the truth hears my words. And the truth is the foundation upon which life is built on, telling the truth. Uh, we're never more like the devil than when we lie. We're never more like the Lord Jesus Christ than when we tell the truth and take a stand for truth. So he doesn't just tell the truth. He doesn't just teach the truth. He says, I am the truth. John chapter 1 and verse 14, the word, Jesus, became flesh and dwelt among us. He became a human, in other words. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, 
full of grace and truth. The grace of God shown to us by the Son of God coming into the world and revealing grace and truth. The law came by Moses, verse 17 says, of John chapter 1. But grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. So if we're going to know the truth, the truth about life, the truth about where we came from, the truth about what we're doing here, the truth about where we're going, Jesus is the one who tells us that. And Jesus is the one who knows the answers because he's been here all along and he created the world and he sustains the world and he came into the world to save the world. And these are all things the Bible teaches about him. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows what is going on in your life and going on in my life and he cares. And what he wants us to do is to know the truth so that we can be free. The truth that is Jesus Christ. Jesus is the truth. Christianity is the truth. And that's what we need to believe, and that's what we need to know. A lot of people reject that. I understand that. A lot of people don't agree with that. But that is exactly what I believe, and I think you need to look at and consider the evidence for Jesus Christ and see if he would tell you the truth or if he would lie to you. Is this man a liar, really? Or is he a man who told the truth? I am the way. I am the truth. And then he said, thirdly, I am the life. The life. So... Without him, there's no real living. He is, doesn't just give life, although he certainly does, but he is life. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, John 1 and verse 4. Uh, you remember when Lazarus died, he told Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. I am the life. Whoever believes in me, though they die physically, they will not die spiritually. They will not die in the ultimate sense because he is life. How can he be life? Because he came into the world to bring life. He came into the world to offer life to people who were dead in trespasses and sins. You he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins, Ephesians 2 and verse 1 says. We were dead in sin, but Jesus gave us life. Jesus made us alive. And he did that because of his own mercy and grace. And so the life that he gives the life that he imparts to us is a free gift. It's a free gift because we need it. It's a free gift because God loves us. It's a free gift because Jesus came to live for us and to die for us. And he came back from the grave. He was raised from the dead the third day. And we know that he did that for us. He did not do that for himself. He came into this world and did everything that he did for you and for me and for all of us so that we could be saved, so that we could have life. And not only that, not only does he give us eternal life, and we need to understand that. First John chapter 5 says, whoever has the Son of God has life. Whoever does not have the Son does not have life. So as long as you have that relationship with Jesus, if you have that relationship with Christ, you have eternal life. Eternal life that can never be taken away from you. So keep your faith in Jesus. Keep your relationship with Jesus. Stand firm in the liberty and the life that he has given you and don't let go of it because if you have the son of god you have life but he also came to bring an abundant life so if we were to say how can i be satisfied he would say i am the life john chapter 10 the thief comes not before to steal and to kill and to destroy that's what the enemy is trying to do all right that's what the devil does he steals he kills he destroys but jesus said but i have come that they might have life and have it to the full, have it more abundantly. Abundant life, the kind of life that makes 
life worth living, the kind of life that has purpose. People say, well, you know, I don't feel like I have a purpose in life. You will when you believe these words of Jesus, when you believe what Jesus is saying about life, when he says, I am the life, that everything about this life on earth is about him. We are here because of him and we are to live for him. We are to give our lives for him. We are to dedicate our lives to him. And he did that for us. He came into this world and, and lived for us and he came to serve us. And now he calls us to serve him. And when we do that, we have abundant life by focusing on Jesus. That gives you the life of peace that we're looking for. Isaiah 26 and verse three says, God will keep in perfect peace. The one whose mind is kept on God. In other words, they, we, we keep our minds on God. We keep our minds on Christ, Jesus, and we keep our focus there. That's what Christianity calls us to, keeping our focus on Jesus. And as we do that, we have peace. We have the peace that we long for. And the only way to have peace is to know Christ and to know life and to know that you have eternal life and to know where you're going when you die and to know that he loves you, that he is going to take care of you and that he is with you on the mountaintops, and he is with you in the valleys. He's always with you, no matter what the devil tries to tell you, no matter what your own mind might try to tell you, sometimes your own negative thinking, Jesus has told you the truth, that he's always with you. And if God is for us, who can be against us? Romans chapter 8 tells us. And Hebrews chapter 13, I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake you. That is the promise of God. I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. So as Isaiah 55 tells us, delight yourself in abundance. Come to him, receive the free gift, receive what is free, and delight yourself in abundance. The abundant life that Jesus gives you, the life that Jesus comes to bring you. It's eternal life in heaven and it's abundant life now. Jesus told the Samaritan woman in John chapter 4, if you knew the gift of God and who it was who was asking you for water, you would have asked me and I would have given you living water. Whoever drinks from this water you're getting out of this well is going to thirst again, but whoever drinks from the water that I give him will never thirst again. Living water, he compared himself to that. John chapter 7 as well. John chapter 6, he said, I'm the bread of life. And so feed on him and make him the sustaining power of your life. Make him the reason that you live because he is that close to you and he cares about you that much. Jesus, the Lord, Jesus, the Savior, the way, the truth, and the life. So the life that Jesus gives is real, abundant life worth living. Now, these three things that he says, all three apply to all of us because we all need to know how to be saved. He says, I'm the way. We all need to know how to be sure. He says, I am the truth. We all need to know how to live, how to have eternal life when this life is over and also how to have abundant life now. He says, I am the life. What he's saying is, I am the answer to everything. I am what it's all about. And that is the message of Jesus Christ. That's the message of the gospel, is that Jesus is everything that you need. And we need to believe that. We need to put that into practice. We need to accept that into the deepest realms of our being and settle on the fact that Jesus is the answer. He's the answer to every significant question we could ask. Live our lives for him. So if you're not saved, if you have not received him, then salvation is for a call. Call upon the name of the Lord. Give your heart and life to him. Receive him as your Lord and Savior and dedicate your life to doing what he says. Decide that you're going to obey him in all things and uh, to the very best of your ability because you love him and because you trust him. Loving him and trusting him. That's what life is about. 
Also, remember to live listening to him, believing that he is telling you the truth, that his words are truth, and that his words are the guide for this life, how to live in this world. When we listen to Jesus, we will have spiritual success. When we don't, then we're going to mess our lives up. And we've done it both ways. And so listen to him and believe his words, believe in his truth, and then remember that he is the life. He gives eternal life. You can know where you're going when you die. You can know that you're going to be with God forever because of the eternal life that he has offered you, that he has accomplished for you. That's what the cross was all about. He knew you were going to mess it up. He knew that you were going to be a sinner. And so he came into the world to save you. And his salvation is freely offered. It is there for the asking. Just call upon him and turn to him and love him, live for him, and make him the Lord and Savior of your life. And you'll have eternal life. And then begin to live each day with Jesus in mind, Jesus in view, living with him as the Lord of your life, giving him every part of you, letting him have your heart, letting him have the direction of your life, letting him have control, taking yourself down off the throne of your life and putting your Savior there. That is what life is all about. So Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Three things to think about and meditate on. Meditate on these things deeply. Think about what he's saying in this statement and think about the power that is available in the words of Jesus Christ and in the knowledge of Jesus Christ and in the hope of Jesus Christ and by putting faith in Christ Jesus. It is all about him. Don't ever forget it. We thank you for watching the podcast. We thank you for joining us. And we look forward to seeing you next time where we'll try to think about some more things that will help us to learn and appreciate Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life.